On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we discuss the summer Sixers, Keith and I, and how different it is from years in the past where we always focus on the summer league, always got something from it. Maybe not so much this, this season. We'll talk about it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97 Father Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co host and my partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for the Inquirer.com. What's up, Keith? What's up, my man? How you doing? How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. No complaints. No complaints at all. A lot to talk about with you today and the folks. So we first, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers. Your first listen every day. And remember, on seven, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here at Locked On 76ers. Man, uh, I know you were just in, in Salt Lake City, Las Vegas doing everything for the inquire.com of course for the summer league but viewing it has been different you were there so you get a feel for it and you were around during the rebuild we were both part of it and how big they were we were on the radio we would since we are partners with the 76ers the radio broadcast partners we would air summer league games specifically the the Ben Simmons Markel Fultz days when they were playing in the summer league we were airing those games. It was a big deal when, of course, you have the number one pick, but also when you have the number six and the number 11, number three, and so on and so forth. All the picks that they would have in the draft, even in the 20s and some of the, those in the second round because of how many picks they had. But Keith, it's totally different now where we pay attention to it. We check in on it. You are still there visiting and covering in those respective cities. But the feel is just not the same like it used to be. And maybe that's a good thing because, again, they are an established team now. They are a playoff contender. They are a championship contender, at least for a few of these playoff runs that they've had in the last five campaigns. But the feeling is certainly different about this basketball team when we come to summer basketball. Yeah, it is. The feeling is certainly different. And also the talent level is different, right? I mean, and, 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 you know, and, you know, there's a lot of people, I know people saying, Hey man, it's hard to watch. You know, you take, um, I mean, you have Bassey and Jaden Springer. They're the only two guys that people are saying that they really want to watch, but the time has changed. And what I mean by that is because, you know, Isaiah Joe didn't play. Um, a Paul Reed played only in the first one. You know, Jaden Springer didn't even play the last game, but it's it's one of those things where, huh? He could, yeah. Well, <laughs> but but it's, but it's one of those things where it's one of those things where they went from lottery picks and then late first round picks to now not having any draft picks, and and then you got Jaden Springer coming back, and even B-ball Paul and 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 Isaiah Joe, they were second round draft picks a couple years ago. So when you look at this team, they're like you you have to say that a lot of these guys, you know, outside of um, you know, the guys we talked about 
um, and and maybe Trevlin Queen are all battling for G League spots. I mean, that's basically what it is. And, you know, it's also you'll say to yourself, like, okay, they're good. But then you look at the Brooklyn Nets. You look at some of these other guys' teams. They have their young draft picks, a two-way players from last year, beasting everyone out there. And then you look at the Sixers squad, and they just look – it could be tough to watch at times just because of the level of play. But, again, this is what the Sixers have involved into. Like, right now, once James Harden signs, they're going to have 17 guys battling for 15 spots. So these dudes are basically trying to impress someone from another team or trying to get a G League spot for the Sixers for the most part. And and again, I mean, look, that's this is the good thing that they are in this spot because we're talking about a team that doesn't have to rely on the draft anymore. But when you do have a pick in the first round somewhere in there or even an early pick in the second, you just hope that they hit on a player that can help out. And right now, when we're still looking at Isaiah, Joe, Paul, Reed, Charles Bassey, where we say, okay, these guys, we know what you can give them minutes, but are they important minutes when you give them minutes? And where will they be come playoff time? Have they had enough regular season minutes where you can really say that they can contribute? And then you get to the Jaden Springer part where you see other players like uh, Herb Jones. I, I, I saw Herb Jones with the Pelicans playoffs you know he helped out big time really good defender defensive effort that he played in uh with the pelicans in that in that play out playoff run from the playing tournament to the first round against the phoenix suns and when i saw him in vegas he was sitting in street clothes with cj mccullum brandon ingram and you know those types of guys and and not playing in the game which means they saw enough <laughs> you know what i mean and Jaden springer now, he's a freshman coming out of Tennessee, but Jaden Springer is a player who's still playing in this summer league because they want to get more of a valuation from him. Didn't show him enough in year one, and they want to see if he has improved from year one to the summer and maybe going into training camp if he can do something with this team. So it's a good thing that they are not where we are relying on them to give us a good product in the, in the summer, but you still want something to maybe come out of it for the basketball team for the upcoming campaign. Next, Keith, we need to talk about the big fella. We know who he is, Joel Embiid, and where he might be able to play in the Olympics. We'll tell you what team that might be, what country that might be, the citizenship next right here on Locked On 76ers. Let's talk about Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably um, tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar but guess what your friends at built have given coconut brownie chunk the puff treatments that's right the coconut brownie um chunk built bar flavor you love is deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100 real chocolate and it's a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness i'm telling you right all built bars are made of pro collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs, of course, is they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them uh, guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect for your, your craving, 
you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick, healthy snack. So I'm telling you guys, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and get 15 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED15. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. You heard the man, folks. Do it today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, Keith, um, Joel B. we know he speaks multiple languages and we know how intelligent he is and all of that. And never see him in, in pool play of the Olympics because never playing on on a team, never playing and representing the country. Well, right now he has gotten his citizenship, right, for to be uh, a part of the French national team. And, hey, you look at that one, and now the first name that jumps off of the French national team for me, and I know you, is Rudy Gobert. So um, what what do you know about this? What can you tell us about this? And did he... Did he ever really talk about? I never heard Joel and B really talk about it. Maybe you have, maybe you talked to him about it, where speaking to him about playing on the French national team, playing on any national team and, and playing in the Olympics representing the country. Yeah, it came out. It, it actually during the playoffs, it came out like basically that he wanted to play for that team. But he what he did was he said, Oh, right now I'm worrying about the playoffs. I'll, I'll address that later. You know, it was, I want to say it was, uh, it was game four or something like that. I believe it was game four um, in the second round of the playoffs okay. yeah, in Miami. So, yeah, it was, it was one of those things. Um, and, uh, so it was either game four or game six afterwards, but he talked about it. Uh, when, when you look at it, you know, I, as far as I haven't spoken to him recently, but when you look at it, here's a guy who wants to play in the Olympics. I mean, you know, he can't play for his national team because they don't have a team. And he's not going to be the first player from Africa who played for another team. Look at Serge Ibaka. He played for Spain. You know what I mean? They were a dominant team. I'm looking at it right now that you got him and uh, and, and that French team with uh, Rudy Gobert. I mean, I know they, like, you know, you, you look at that, honestly, you look at this, that could work out, and that could be a formidable duel because Embiid likes to roam the perimeter. He can do things. Rudy Gobert loves to block shots, and he lo- and he's really good in pick and rolls, getting to the basket. The only thing is, uh, you know, the guard play. You got to, you know, are these guys capable of leading them? But I'm just Timothy saying, Luwawu Cabarro. Yeah, I mean, think about it, France. France has always been number two. Well, not always, but recently he's been number two. Now you add Embiid to the mix, dude. I'm just telling you that's going to be a that's going to be a formidable foe. And I'm, you know what, Joel, more power to him. You know, you know, there. And next thing you know, he could play for that Olympic team, get a gold medal. It's more excitement. Heck, who knows? Now you're going to have people. A lot of people in uh, the Philadelphia area paying uh, paying attention to it, and maybe even rooting for France, the USA. Yeah, I, you know that will be the other game that folks really pay attention to 
is the the French national team because of Embiid. And you know the following here from this local and national Sixer fans and how much they really like Joel Embiid. So they'll certainly be paying attention just to see what because we don't often get to see what he does in the off season except for maybe a uh, a a video here and there from Drew Hanlon, right? Where he'll put something up of Embiid working on some specific aspect of his game, and the next thing you know, we're all like, "Oh my goodness!" Now he has this part. So yeah, you're right, playing on a perimeter. And look, Gobert's had some success in the in the uh, Olympics uh, with the feeble rules and all, where he's had these crazy double doubles offensively, putting up twenty point nights or twenty point games, and really an impact player for that French national team. So it will be very interesting to see those two playing together, playing on the same squad and and what they're able to do together for that team and how far they can take them. And right off the bat, again, Timothy Luau Cabarrillo, I can think of um, uh, Nicholas Batum from the Clippers, uh, Elio Kobo, who played for the Phoenix Suns his first couple of years in the league. I think he's back overseas. This is a couple of players that I can think of from the French national squad and what they are able to do, you know, what they're able to do for their, for their national club. So it'd be interesting to see. And I, I can't wait to see MB play in that pool format overall of what they are, what they're able to do. So uh, really good for him. Really good for him. I wish he could have got the U S citizenship <laughs> and played for the U S do that. Right. You've been here long enough. Get that one. So, right. Uh, but no, that'd be pretty cool. Keith and our final one, man, I wanted to talk to you about De'Anthony Melton. We talk about players being out there in Las Vegas. He's finally popped up. We're finally seeing him. He is now in Las Vegas. We're checking on him next right here. Locked on 76ers. Welcome back. Final segment here. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens, locked on 76ers. And Keith, when in Vegas, we see everybody pop up. We talked about Ben Simmons showing his face and James Harden brief pit stop in Las Vegas, Tyrese Maxey, George Niang, Matisse Thibel, and the players who were playing for the summer league, the, the, the returning players, and obviously the newer ones, but uh, De'Anthony Melton finally making an appearance there in Las Vegas. We've seen Daryl Morey. So uh, seeing him out there, man, it, it, you know, that just to try to kind of check in and Paul Reed is working out with Tobias Harris. I'm guessing He's in Vegas, although we haven't seen Tobias Harris's face uh, pop up on television or on, on, a, on a, a, a photo by the team where he is there supporting the, the summer Sixers. But to see De'Anthony Melton show up, do his, you know, do his thing and, and, and introduce himself to the, t- the, the players that are that are currently there in Las Vegas, just that camaraderie and knowing what, you know, it means to what it means for Las Vegas when all of these guys just simply show up to support their team. Well, you know, it, I, I think it's one of those things where it's, it's like all the players do it, right? You know, all the guys, all of them do it. I mean, so mm-hmm. it's one of the, I mean, meaning like you go there and you look at the sidelines. I mean, everyone is sitting there like the star players for sure. most teams. So it's it's like it's it's one of the things where hey look man I'm gonna go to Vegas I'm gonna get a workout when in with these guys I'm gonna meet them and just you know just chill and it's funny because because let's face it when they get to Vegas the team has the team hotel that they're staying in okay. they're working out with the team people 
So it's a win-win. Like it's it's like I mean I don't know if they got to pay to get there, but at the same time it's one of those things. Once you get there, you know you're good. You don't have to worry about the lodging or anything like that. But I I, I don't know. I think that right now this is the thing that happens, and you want to be around your teammates. You know, you get to know them better. I mean, like in the summertime, you get to like hang out with them, laugh, joke. And then, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, that guys will go elsewhere and get a workout in or or even come back to the practice facility and work out. You know what I mean? I think that he wants to hit the ground moving. So it's, it's great. You know, it's, 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 nowadays, I hate to say it, it's to a point where it becomes expected. So a guy doesn't do it. It's like, hey, is he a good team or not? You know what I mean? Like we're He's we're not vibing with the team. Yeah, right. What's yeah, the problem? Yeah, yeah, what's the problem? What's the problem? Yep. So, so that's how and, it and, is. It's, and it is very likely that this could be the last time that they're all together until September, right? Could be, but I think that you know they got a lot of veterans. I wouldn't be shocked if 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 they went somewhere together and worked out, or all came to the practice facility early to work out because i mean you know they, they're putting so much stock into this season now again when you do this it can't be a team issue thing right it has to be tobias joel or james or pj organizing it right but i i wouldn't be surprised if like once they realize who's going to be on this team that these guys don't get together and do it because you know it's championship or bust if you if you listen to them you know, this season is all about winning a chip. Yeah. And look, just because you don't see Joel Embiid in Las Vegas doesn't mean anything, <laughs> okay? Uh, he's just not there. That That's okay. I mean, like I said, heck, we haven't even seen Tobias Harris as of yet. I, I don't think surface in Las Vegas, although he is working out with Paul Reed, and if Paul Reed is still in Las Vegas, that means Tobias Harris is as well. I mean, look, LeBron James has been out there, sure. But we haven't seen Steph Curry, I don't think, in Las Vegas or or Draymond Green or Clay Thompson or uh, Jimmy Butler. He's out and about. But Jimmy Butler, I don't know if he's in Las Vegas. Right. So just because your star player or your franchise player doesn't show his face in Las Vegas doesn't mean that there's anything wrong uh, with the relationship with the team overall. Uh, We did see them in the Hamptons together. And they seem to be perfectly fine while they were there. Maxie, Tucker, Harden, and Embiid as well. So I uh, hope everything is all good. But it is good to see DeAnthony Melton show up, surface out there with the rest of the team. And, and, and again, just reintroduce himself this time as a teammate and, and not just an opponent. So, all right, man, look, we, we, uh, that, that'll do it for us on this episode of Locked On 76ers. Keith, as always, man, it's fun. We really appreciate everybody checking in with us during these summer days. We know that you got a lot going on, so we appreciate you just checking in with us. So thanks for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, if you could, let them know where they can find yeah. us, man. Like my man just said, wherever you get your podcast, you can get Locked On 76ers podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to Locked On 76ers podcast on YouTube and clicking on the Liberty Bell. That way you can become a subscriber. But you can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow D at DivineG975. You can follow me at Pompeii on Sixers. 
You can listen to D next week. I'm going to just say something. I had it wrong. Next week, D is going to do the is it two to six p.m. show on ninety. That's actually next two weeks. Yep. Next two weeks. Next two weeks. So make sure you listen there. And for me, you know, go to Enquire.com and you read the Sixers coverage there. Enquire.com or pick up a Philadelphia Enquire at the newsstand. Get it delivered. Do whatever you like. But that way you can keep up with both of us. Okay. Do it today, people. Do it Definitely today. do it today. <laughs> hey, thanks, Peace. man. As always, good to catch up. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, man. All right, bro. Peace. Appreciate Same. it.